Shabbos. A good night of Shabbos, everybody. It's time to turn Friday. From Friday, a mundane, a regular weekday Friday into our Shabbos. Special thank you to our series sponsor for the Emergency for Fishman. My dear friends, it's supposed to be a little bit of our friend. Remember that our Lord Jonathan Sachs. Thank you so much. Here comes that siren. We are getting ready to turn Friday into a regular Friday into a Shabbos. The countdown has begun. The clock is ticking. Get ready. And here we go. It is the siren. It is Erev Shabbos, my dear friends. And let us get ready. Quick thought. Connected to the Parsha. But if you're listening to this and it's not Parsha's Vayikra, if it's Parsha's Tzav later earlier, it is still relevant each and every week. Because what is on our Shabbos table? Salt. We know we dip our challah in the salt. There are some who hold that we dip the challah in the salt to give the challah a flavor. When it was bland, it was just flour and water. It wasn't deserving of the bracha. It wasn't deserving of the honor of the Shabbos table. So we dip it in salt to give it a flavor in order to elevate the experience and its honor. Today, our challah is very flavorful. My wife makes incredible, amazing, outstanding, one-of-a-kind homemade challah each and every week. There's everything on top, cinnamon on top. There's all kinds of spices. It doesn't need salt. It's delicious. So why is there salt on the table? Why do we have salt? There's a notion of the bris melach. It actually appears in Parsha's Vayikra. If you're listening to this Parsha's Vayikra, it is this week's Parsha. And there the Torah tells us that kol korbanecha takri melach, all of the korbanos, all of the sacrifices have to be offered with salt. Salt is ever present. We don't have a mizbech, we don't have an altar today, but we have our dining room table, our Shabbos table is our altar. So we have salt present on it all the time. In fact, according to some, we have salt on the table even when we don't use it. When do we not use it? We may not use it on Seder night, when we are Alel Shimurim. It's a safeguard, it's a night of safeguarding. We don't need the salt there to protect us in between the washing and the hamotzi when we can't speak in Torah and mitzvos. We're not vulnerable because it's Lel Shimurim, but we have salt ever present on the table. Rosh Hashanah, many people dip challah in honey from Rosh Hashanah all the way through Sukkot. So do you have salt on the table even when you dip in honey? According to Rabbi Yashav, Shlomo Zaman, according to many, the answer is yes, even when you're not dipping or using the salt, the presence of the salt is significant nonetheless. What is the significance of the salt? Why? Today, Friday, make sure your salt shaker, make sure your salt bowl or dish is filled with salt. Make sure it's on the table and don't remove it. Just because you finish the hamotzi portion of the meal, don't remove it. What is the significance? How do we turn Friday into Erev Shabbos by preparing the salt? Why is a kol panacha takriba melach? Why does the salt need to be present? So the Helega Meshiloach, the great Ishbitzer Rebbe says that melach mora al yira. Salt reflects awe, fear of Hashem, an awareness, a mindfulness of Hashem. Salt is the affirmation or statement that we are always in a relationship with Hashem. No matter how far we've fallen, no matter how distant we may stray, no matter how much we may fail Him, but even a grain of salt we hold on. That's why the shir, you know, a korban, sacrifice had to be offered with salt. But while so many other aspects of the korbanos had minimum requirements, minimum measures, when it came to the salt, one grain of salt was enough. Why was it enough? The answer is salt preserves. Salt is able to freeze something the way it is. When you marinate it or soak it in salt, salt has this ability to preserve something the way it was. Lot's wife, she turns into a pillar of salt. Why? Because she turned around. Instead of looking forward, instead of her next step, instead of her best yet to come, she turned around. She was nostalgic and she was holding on to the past. She was stuck in the past. When you're stuck in the past, you become a pillar of salt. Salt is what it means to be stuck. 
But we can use that in the positive. That grain of salt that's ever present on the Mizbeach and on our table, when we look at that salt and we see it as something that preserves, as something that makes something get stuck, we realize Hashem is stuck with us and we're stuck with Him. Our relationship with Hashem is preserved. Our relationship with Hashem is something which the salt holds on to. No matter how far we fall, no matter how distance we may stray. And so one had to have salt on the Mizbeach. There was no dvash or saor. Dvash and saor, saor is leaven, and dvash is honey, because though a reflection of arrogance and pretense and luxury, that had no place on the Mizbeach. But what had a place? Salt. Because our relationship with Hashem is always there and ever-present. We see that salt, whether we dip into it or not, whether we're making hamosi or we're later on in the meal, when we see that salt, we remember that covenant, that promise. We remember that connection. We remember that no matter what's going on or what kind of week we've had, or what kind of week we anticipate we will have, Hashem is always with us. He's always by our side. He's always holding us up. He's always connected to us. And so there's a very beautiful thing. Some people have a salt shaker and they shake the salt on. There's a chasidah shemenek to have a salt a little salt bowl, and there's an idea based on Kabbalah, we dip the challah three times into the salt, we dip it three times into the salt, but to have the salt sitting there, I have a machutin, the holy Minskis, they mix different colored salts, different kinds of salt, and the salt becomes an experience, a ritual, a ceremony, spread across the challah board, cut the challah, and put it in that salt. Salt is a very significant symbol, we connect with it. So part of turning Friday into Erev Shabbos is taking Friday to prepare. And one of the things we prepare, among all the delicacies and the delicious things with many ingredients, is the simple salt. Simple salt. A grain of salt was enough on the Mizbech. A grain of salt is enough on our table. It's enough to remind us that we have this everlasting connection and relationship with Hashem. Back to Biyam Derechecha, a few minutes of Ravitcher Meyer, and then we'll let you go because... Shabbos has to find us waiting, not the other way around. Shemaiah has been going through the days of the week and talking about how we connect to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then we build up to the culmination, the tachlis of Masa Barishis, the goal and the essence and the purpose of it all. We work all week long for Shabbos. We don't rest on Shabbos to be able to work during the week. We work all week long in order to experience and to enjoy Shabbos. So we last left off that we have three expressions of our soul, and they are the nefesh, the ruach, and the neshama. The nefesh is the animal soul. We have it in common with the animal kingdom. The ruach, the spirit inside us, and the neshama, of course, is the Holy Spirit. And when we talk about a neshama yisera, we talk about being endowed with a greater antenna, a more intense awareness, a mindfulness, a capacity to pick up the signal of Hashem, that our neshama on Shabbos is not competing for time, for attention, with technology, with to-do lists, but we are singularly and exclusively tuned in, we are able to pick up the signal of Hashem. So our nefesh is expanded, our ruach, we have more ruach, we have more capacity. You know, on a Monday or a Thursday, a Tuesday or a Wednesday, to sit and to sing, how do you find the ruach? You know, we've got ruach, yes we do. How do you have ruach? But Shabbos, it's a ruach, Yisera. We have more ruach. V'hu margish hargashos. We have the capacity to feel, to be moved, to think, to experience. Our soul is connected. The feelings, they flow. We have love and awe and clinging. It is a deeper place within ourselves. All week long we're scrambling, we're living on the surface. We can't go deep. We can't afford. There's too much to do. There's too much vying for our attention. There's too much going on. So we're barely, barely floating above the surface. But Shabbos, we go deep. Shabbos, we go deep. We're not competing. There is no technology. There is no to-do list. All there is is to go deep within ourselves, our thoughts, our feelings, 
to be able to live not only for our nefesh, but of our ruach to be yisera, for our ruach to be expanded, to have a greater clarity and a greater strength and a greater capacity to feel, to sing, to be moved, to experience ruach. Ulamalam is that even higher than this, itosefes haneshama. So we have a, a nefesh which is expanded, a ruach which is expanded, and of course the highest level, level is a neshama. A neshama which is yisera. We spent a long time at the very beginning, you can go back and listen to the podcast or on YouTube or on efrogobar.com, .org or YU Torah, you could find our earliest installments of Turn Friday into Arab Shabbos, and we gave, I don't know, 10 or 12 different explanations of what a neshama yisera. What does it mean to be endowed with a greater soul? Not a recent Kabbalistic idea, not neo-chasidus, the Gemara. Vay avda nefesh, vay nafash. The Gemara learns that when Shabbos comes, we have an expanded extra layer. We have a deeper, a more profound, a more elevated soul. So a more expansive, extended, a more attuned soul is the capacity to think. So we talked about the Ruach gives us the ability to feel. You sit at a Kumzis of Abreng in an Oneg and you feel. Just that song moves you to tears. You feel goosebumps. You feel moved. The Ruach are feelings. The Neshama is the world of Machshava. It's the world of thought and mindfulness, and analysis, and contemplativeness, to be contemplative, to be thoughtful, to be present. And when we are tuned in with our thoughts, when our thoughts are operating on all cylinders, when our thoughts are elevated, then we have a longing, a yearning, a teshuka, to feel connected to Hashem on the one side. On the one hand, we're drawn close, we feel connected, we feel we belong. And on the other hand, we recoil with a sense of humility, a bittal. We nullify any sense of our own existence. All there is is Hashem. We'll pick up with that next time. That simultaneous, what sounds like conflicting. On the one hand, to feel connected, like a magnet pulled in. How are you pulled towards and yet recoil away at the same time? That is unique, our relationship with Hashem. We're still going with our global campaign. If Turn Friday into Erev Shabbos has changed your Erev Shabbos, if it has positively impacted your Shabbos, and you're not a BRS member already doing your part, please consider joining Turn Friday. Consider joining the BRS global campaign, brsonline.org, brsonline.org slash global, brsonline.org slash global. Please help and do your part. Till next time. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy. Have a fantastic Shabbos. 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 Go get ready. Be ready. Let siren rings. Let Shabbos find you waiting and ready. Have a holy and a healthy, a happy Shabbos. Go into Shabbos having given to the global campaign.